Chapter 13 Following my revelation, we had decided to leave the cottage to continue our discussions, as we did not want any prying ears to listen to our conversation. I'd grabbed a slice of toast and shouted goodbye to my parents as Millie and I slowly wandered out of the cottage and towards the outbuilding that housed the bikes. Well, tell me all about it then, said Millie impatiently. It was just the same as last time, I recounted. I woke up in the middle of the night, and because it was almost the same time as before, I decided to look out of the window, and the same thing happened again. This wasn't a ghost plane, though. It was definitely a real plane. Much quieter than a normal plane, but I'm telling you, it was a small white plane. It took off really close to the cottage. It must have been from the old airfield. This is really strange. Quite unbelievable. Are you sure? I was becoming quite exasperated now. I was incredulous that there seemed to be any doubt on Millie's part. Look, if you don't believe me, that's fine. I'm telling you, though, I bet the same thing will be happening again tonight, and the next night, and the night after that. It's not that I don't believe you, Millie reasoned. It just sounds very odd, and you know, when you haven't seen something for yourself. Millie stopped in her tracks, as if she had had an almighty light bulb moment. A broad smile broke on her freckly features. It was a mischievous smile, one that was not too dissimilar to the sort of look that Finney used to get when he'd just conjured the plan for his next prank. I have a plan, Millie exclaimed, with huge excitement. Why don't we both sneak out tonight? We could meet at the top of the hill between my house and the cottage. That's about halfway, and it would have a great view of the airfield, so we can see exactly what is going on. If this plane exists, and keeps appearing at the same time every night, we're sure to see it. I was both excited and appalled in equal measure. Sneaking away in the middle of the night without informing my parents was not a very Peter Lipscomb activity, especially not on a remote Scottish island, especially not with a crazy Scottish girl whom I'd now decided was definitely a bad influence. I just hadn't yet decided whether that was a good or bad thing. I don't know, Millie. It sounds risky. What if we get caught? I'll need get caught. No chance. I've done it before. My ma sleeps incredibly deeply. I could hoover next to her head, or put on the radio full blast, and I doubt she'd wake. Millie confidently explained. If anyone gets caught, it'll be you. Oh, thanks for the vote of confidence, I retorted. I knew what Millie was trying to do. She was trying to goad me, to challenge me. A puerile and immature tactic that someone with my intellect and self-awareness would never fall for. Another tactic that Finney would try and fail to use with me. Yet somehow with Millie, I had an overriding urge to somehow prove her wrong, to break the shackles of my comfort zone. Maybe you're just a bit too much of a posh English public schoolboy, Millie continued. I laughed. She really was trying very hard to push my buttons. Well, I don't go to a public school for a start, I replied. Let's continue this conversation later. Now, where are we off to today? Changing the subject, eh? Millie responded. Well, I thought we could check out the harbour next to the village today. We headed off on our bikes, this time heading inland, on the most direct route to the village. It must be amazing, I thought, to inhabit a world like this, where you can set off on your bike and be anywhere on the island within an hour or so, where everything is so familiar, yet ever-changing with the seasons. Ultimately, though, somewhere you could rely on, where the pace of change is slow and there is nothing that's going to challenge your way of life. I felt like everything was changing at the moment for me, nothing being as it was a matter of a few months ago and would never be the same again. What would the future hold? Then it dawned on me. This was the first time I'd even contemplated the future since Finney died. There does have to be a future though, doesn't there? I instantly felt guilty 
at even having the thought, like I was somehow deserting or forgetting about Finney. I decided to think less and just try and remain in the moment, at least for today. We cycled due east, up and down gentle hills of the inner part of the island. The journey seemed to take a little longer than that of the previous day, but perhaps that was just the exhaustion that came with pedalling up hills instead of the flatter, if windier, coast road. We stopped for a break at the top of the hill, overlooking the village and harbour. It was an incredibly beauteous sight. The village was only small, but made up of a variety of traditional stone dwellings of various sizes and shapes. The harbour was, by contrast, quite large for what was a small island community. This is a nice spot, I proclaimed to Millie as we took a seat on a grassy knoll. The harbour seems really big compared to the village, doesn't it? Aye, we're a big fishing community, Millie explained. It is, or at least was, the island's biggest industry by a long chalk. Not so much these days, though. It's hard to compete with the big commercial fishing fleet on the mainland. So much for nothing changing here, I thought. I guess every area has its challenges, even one as charmingly sparse as Orsk. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing it up close anyway. Your island really is pretty special, I enthused. Millie smiled at me. She was evidently proud of her island and loved to see a foreigner starting to see it in the same way as she did. <clears throat> Millie, I've just thought of something cycling over here, I stated, looking to return to my new favourite topic. I'm wondering why nobody else who has stayed at the Airbnb has mentioned seeing an aeroplane flying at night. It's definitely something you would mention, isn't it? Well, they might not have mentioned it because you made it up, Millie remarked with a cheeky grin. Sensing the scowl on my face, she quickly continued, Only joking, just a wee bit of banter. No, actually, it makes a lot of sense. You see, you're the first guest to have stayed in the cottage. It was derelict for years, a shell of a building really. Then my mum brought it with a plan to renovate it and lease it out. The work was finished on the cottage a few months back, but there was no interest from any of the locals in renting it. Due to the remoteness, Mar apparently got a large offer from a foreign investor, but was determined not to sell the cottage, so instead listed it on Airbnb. And here you are. Ah, okay. Interesting, I pondered. And is there another house anywhere on the island that would have a view of the airfield? No, I can't say there is, said Millie, after a little thought. The house is really remote, and the hills would block the view from any other house. Our house is the nearest one, probably, and we can't see the airfield. I suddenly had a clarity of vision. It was no longer a passing interest. I needed to find out what was going on. I thought this holiday would be a total bore-off, but this brought another dimension. Even if there was a very plausible explanation, at least we could have a little adventure finding out. Perhaps this was the new Peter Lipscomb. I was lucky. I was still here. Finney wasn't. I owed it to him, I figured, to live life to the maximum from this moment on. Right, let's do it. I almost shouted. Tonight, let's sneak out. Meet at the top of the hill at 2am. I'll bring my dad's binoculars. Millie was taken aback by this new positive Peter. She clearly hadn't expected me to actually agree to it. She took a few moments to respond. Okay, okay. What's gotten into you? I think I like it though. We spent the next few minutes plotting things, like where to meet and what to bring. We swore each other to absolute secrecy, and so... As to avoid temptation or something slipping out accidentally, we agreed to speak no more about it that day. The plan was set and there would be no deviation. With exciting plans for the night ahead, we mounted our bikes 
and began to roll down the hill to continue our day of exploration. Next stop, the harbour. <laughs>